Good morning. Welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio, and I'm extremely excited. I have two brand new guests with me. First time they've been on, and they are pumped. They're smiling. Uh, beautiful ladies. Probably the prettiest guest I've had on ever in three years of Local Matters. No offense to all the um, older guys that I've had on. But, no, y'all are great. Thanks for being here. I have Marsha Watt. have Lacey Loggins. Marsha's the principal at Baxter Primary School. Lacey is the assistant principal at Baxter Primary School. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Ben. Thank you all for being here. Thank, Thank you for having us. Uh, excited to learn about what's happened at Baxter Primary, but I always try to have – Somebody out of the out of education, Putnam County, right around school starts, just to get a fresh look on school, update us on in services, trainings, everything that's going on in the county. I love Corby, but you know Corby's been on here a lot, so no offense to you, Corby, but we're we're going with somebody different. Um, and so I want to just kind of get y'all's take. Y'all have been at Baxter Primary, Marsha. How long have you been at Baxter Primary now? This will begin my seventh year as principal at Baxter Primary, and prior to that, I was uh, Tammy Hoover's. Uh, assistant principal when we were Baxter Elementary before we split. Yeah, before the split. So you've been in Baxter for... I'm going on starting 11 years. 11 years. Mm-hmm. and not, But you're originally from Overton County, right? Originally from Overton County. My teaching career started out as a kindergarten teacher. Did that for seven years and then went to Tennessee Tech University and taught for four. And then went back to Overton County and became principal at Rickman Elementary. And then went to the central office there before coming to Putnam County. So... Uh, so this is one, one of the reasons I have this. I do this show. I love doing this show. I love it. So, so Larry, again, thank you for letting me do this. As I learn about people I even know, like I know you pretty well, Lacey. I don't know you quite as well, but we're about to get to know each other. You taught at Tech. I did. Teach what did you tech. teach at Tech? I taught four years there. I taught part of the read block uh, for teachers for students who are going to become future teachers. Yeah. I taught that, and then um, there used to be a, a kindergarten block for teachers who were being certified to teach kindergarten, and then a child development class. So you had a role in helping shape future teachers at Tech. Yes, sir. I did not know that. That's yes. great. Um, what part of Olden County? At Livingston. Okay. I, my, I grew up in Livingston, but when I was an adult, I, when I was principal at Rickman and a teacher at Rickman, of course, I, I lived in Rickman. Yeah. So, so my, mm-hmm. my my grandmother on my mom's side is from Allen, so I always ask for mm-hmm. people from Olden County. You know, I got family from Olden County, Jackson County, Putnam County. Um, so, Lacey, how long have you been Baxter Primary? This will be my third year, starting out as my third year as an assistant Assistant principal. principal. And there's only one assistant principal, right? Correct, yes. And it didn't used to be that way. Uh, For a little bit, you and Miss Hoover had to share a principal, right? Yes, we we shared an assistant principal for two years. At Cornerstone and Baxter Mm -hmm. Primary. And so that... We'll get to that some of that later, but that's the transition you've made. You've got a full time AP now, and I'm sure very that's, thankful. Yeah. So, what you like? What you? Where are you from, Lacey? So, I'm uh, born and raised in Crossville, Tennessee, and um, come from a long line of educators. My granddad was a principal, and aunts and grandparents um, were all teachers. Uh, then I moved to Cookville and went to Tennessee Tech. Got my degree in education. Uh, started out teaching fifth grade at All Good Middle School, and I was there for seven years. And then three years ago, uh, went back, got my um, instructional leadership degree, and was very fortunate to get um, the assistant principal position at Baxter Primary. Yeah, I remember um, when you got hired, and I was, I think, I even either texted her or called her and said, Congratulations, we're getting a full time help. Assistant principal, yes. it's very yeah. much needed. Yeah, I mean, even I in a small school. <clears throat> I don't know how you did it. Like, I, I mean, I, yes, I know it's a small school, but I mean, how many students are we talking roughly? 350. 350 for one admin. Mm-hmm. Well, one and a half. 
And I can't imagine. So, of course, Lynn McHenry's one of my best friends. You know that. We're like a – we're a – Tag team, but I'm not sure it's a winning tag team. <laughs> Sometimes I think we probably hurt, hurt ourselves. But, you know, I remember he and I talking about that. And Corby like, well, they need some help. And he's like, well, we need the money. So I think the county commission's done a pretty good job of, of funding things for the schools. And um, I believe now all the schools in Putnam County have at least one assistant principal. They do, and that's part of through our funding model. And, of course, speaking of funding, we passed the budget Monday night. Uh, I didn't see y'all there, which y'all didn't have to be there. It was not entertaining. It actually went smoothly. Thankful for the commission for a smooth meeting, but it was past Monday night. I only met like an hour, fifteen minutes, and that's one of the that's a record for passing a budget. So um, schools did get eight hundred twenty thousand dollars of of cash from us to pay for buses. Uh, of course, you've gotten your growth and property tax, but the budget looks pretty good for the schools. And um, I'm thankful that you've got a full-time AP. And do you have positions that are open, or you got everything filled right now? We have um, we have one position open right now, just as as of last night. Um, the middle school is getting one of our teachers, so now we have an oh. opening. Well, I'm sure you're happy for them. But, I am. I am. But that's late in the game, right? It is, but that's just the that's, way it happens. That's the way it and happens. And the, yeah. the teacher's excited for a new a new challenge and a new job, so we're excited for her. Okay. So, Lacey, you mentioned you you come from a long line of educators. Is that what inspired you to go into education when you went to college? Just- Yes, very much so. Um, just every time we would have any kind of family get-togethers at Christmas or Thanksgiving, I would all they would always talk about just you know their teaching experience, um, the the good stories, and then the not so good stories, right. and it just. Um, I just kind of say it's in my blood, and I really never thought about doing anything else. Um, seeing a kid grow from the beginning of the year to the end of the year and just all the progress that they can make is just so um, heartwarming. Um, the, of course, you know, at Baxter Primary, we have pre-K to first grade, and I remember last year walking into a kindergarten class and uh, the teacher was having them just, you know, draw lines just to kind of make um, the letters in their name. And, you know, and that's that's stuff that they teach very early on. And a lot of them couldn't even write their name yet. Um, and then when you go back, you know, into the classroom towards the end of the year and look at their writing samples and they're making words and sentences, just just that progress in um, one year at such an early age is just so neat to see. Yeah, and of course, Marsha, I mean, I know you love, but what, what was your passion to get an education. I mean, I know I can see it, but I want the people to hear it. What was your passion to get an education? Ooh, that's that's a hard one. I just I, I just love helping people. I love um, just being around just to see, just to help. You just get excited. Just get excited. Just every day. I mean, my heart, I just, I absolutely love my job. Um, love seeing the, the children. Even the adults. I just love helping. I love helping them grow so that they can help the children grow. Well, I've been by several times. Uh, I got to come by and grill some burgers for y'all at the end of school. Yes, sir. Y'all are always smiling. I don't, I hadn't seen a time y'all are not smiling. And to me, that warms my heart because one, I'm a Baxter guy. I love Baxter. I love all of Putnam County. People get on to me. Y'all, you do talk about Baxter. No, I talk about everybody else, but I know Baxter. I know the people in Baxter. I know the administrators there. And it warms my heart to have y'all on, but it's but it, it makes it even better to see that y'all love your job. Your your teachers, your your staff, everybody. I so nice every time I'm there and I just 
very thankful for y'all. So Well, I always tell my teachers, you know, so many of our students, they come to us for their safe place. And so, yes, we all have baggage outside of school, but when we step foot into the school building, that's when we put on our, our best face for those students. Yeah. So... And y'all, y'all do great, and the teachers do too. Um, I don't think you have a whole lot of turnover from your school, do you? I mean, well, we've your... had some turnover just in, um, like, some of our teachers have grown into an sure. admin position, yeah, so they have yeah. gone and done those things, which is a great thing. True. I'm selfish, and I don't want to lose them, but right. um, I encourage everyone to have as many experiences as they can because that's going to only help them be a better teacher or a better leader in yeah. the future. People enjoy being there, though. Well, I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. So you said fifth grade, you taught fifth grade? Yes. All right. So Baxter Primary, as you said, it's pre-K through one. Tell me the difference between a fifth grader and pre-K through one. Tell me tell me oh, what the biggest goodness. difference you see in the kids. Um, I will say the biggest difference is in middle school, they get that um, – they start to develop that attitude yeah. and a little bit of the laziness. Um, and it, it's a little bit harder to get, you know, to get them to to perform and, and you know, want to work hard. Um, whereas the littles, you know, they are there to please you and, and want to please you and want to, you know, give it their best um, and give it their all each and every day. Yeah, that's good. When I left Rickman as a kindergarten teacher and went to tech to teach college students, I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're still babies just in bigger bodies. And I'm sure that was the fifth graders mm-hmm. are still babies just in, in bigger bodies. So, so, Quick story for you. In kindergarten, which I went to kindergarten in the now Senior Citizens Building, so where the Senior Citizens Library is. And I think actually where the library is is where my homeroom was with Mrs. Irwin. Love that lady. So in 13 years of school that I went from kindergarten to my senior year, I only had one spanking. It wasn't a paddling. It was an open hand to the booty, and that was by Mrs. Irwin. And you know what it was? And she loved me, but she was not happy that day. Something happened, and it was nap time. I was thirsty. I got up from nap time and went to the water fountain. And she and me and another one of my friends, and we didn't plan it, but we went at the same time. And he was, you know, joking around, whatever. And, and I'm laughing. She's like, y'all get, get your butts back down, and it's nap time. Well, I, got, I didn't listen. I got my water and got back down. She came over and slapped me on the, on the rear end. I cried. My feelings were hurt. It didn't hurt my skin. My feelings were hurt. And I told myself from that day on, I will never, ever get another paddling. I, I don't like it. I don't want it. And I didn't. So you I was didn't dis- want to disappoint. No, I didn't mm. want to disappoint. I hated disappointing her. She was a saint. I, I don't. You probably never got to meet her because mm-hmm. you came later on. But she was a saint. She was a jewel. And that was one of my, I'll never forget that in kindergarten. There's a lot of memories I have from kindergarten. I don't remember yesterday. But I do remember, I remember right. kindergarten. Um, but that, yeah, we were in the in that building in the big open area where the senior citizens are. That was our playroom, tumbling, dodgeball, whatever it was. So there's a lot of good memories over there. I love that school. So when we come back, I do want to talk about summer renovations. Um, this week, you know, we're, we're next week of school is August first. August first is that right? August first. First full day of school. Monday, August. 1st. Or is that two hour day? August 1st is our first, first full, full day. day. So mm-hmm. I don't have kids. I can't keep up with the calendar. So we'll talk about, you know, next week, uh, school starting and kind of what you see the semester going, uh, going forward. Delighted to have Miss Marsha White and Miss Lacey Loggins in from Baxter Primary School, principal and assistant principal. 
haven't had y'all on this yet and i know y'all are you're skeptical but this is going great and i love y'all for being here we'll be back in just a little bit here on local matters it's ben rogers be back in just a moment after this break What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Miss Marsha White and Lacey Loggins from Baxter Primary School. Wanted to have them in, give us a back-to-school update for Baxter Primary, and maybe there's some county stuff we can discuss, too, that all administrators are doing and teachers. I know in-service has been going on this week. And so here's a misconception, and it was something I thought when I was a kid. I didn't I, – I learned as I got older, maybe in high school, but – you know, school now has been structured to where people you start back it was late July. Now the calendar committee moved it to first of August, which I was on the calendar committee about four or five years ago. So don't be mad at me. I think I got outvoted. But anyway, so it starts now first of August, but you know, started late July uh, a couple of years ago and would end Memorial before Memorial Day. And so the misconception is all teachers and administrators, principals have all summer off and they don't do anything besides go and go to the beach. And I learned going through high school because I came close with my principals and teachers. That ain't the case. I, of course, have two aunts that were were teachers as well. How much are you working during the summer as principals? How much are you there at school prepping for the next school year? Well, I mean, throughout the summer, like Lacey and I both attended a district-wide state initiative called READ 360. That was a four-day training. Um, We attended a couple of other trainings throughout the summer. The um, district staff, Mr. King, he has what's called an admin retreat. That was a two-day, all-day-long um, in-service training session just to you know, bring everyone up on to speed with his goals and, and things for this upcoming school year. So we did that for two days. And then just randomly throughout the summer, we've been there moving classrooms we've had football players from tennessee tech there we've had a variety of churches there moving furniture from one cluster to another cluster painting has taken place um maintenance type issues not to mention that the entire month of june baxter primary was the location for the summer learning camp so we had Um, five elementary schools uh, come to Baxter Primary. Um, So we had a lot of teachers um, and just Putnam County staff uh, working that camp as well. What was the purpose of that camp? What were they doing? Um, So a lot of that is just to work on skill deficits that the students are lacking throughout the school year. Um, It just gives them more um, support and more... um, 
more time to focus on that throughout the summer, um, just so they'll be uh, prepared for the upcoming school year. Uh, typically, the student-to-teacher ratios um, in those summer camps is lower than what you would see in a in a given school year, um, which helps you know that teacher to be able to to focus a little bit more with that student. Nice. And summer school also kind of helps prevent that summer learning loss as much because they're in school still getting some instruction did they did they have that when i was in school i don't remember anything okay yeah Uh, i think we were out climbing trees making mud pies yeah (laughs) yeah throwing some stuff at each other um so you mentioned a four-day training y'all went to what was where where did y'all go for that uh, we met at Cookville High School, okay. um, but this training is happening across the whole state of Tennessee. Okay. Um, it's an initiative called READ 360. 360. Actually, teachers have to have the first, there's two parts to the course. The first part is online, and we have to have that in order to renew our license. Nice. Yeah. So I'm huge, and you don't have to give away any secrets of Corby's retreat, and I wouldn't ask for that, but I'm a huge leadership guy. Um, read leadership books and, and listen to podcasts and been through one leadership academy about to get my master's in public service and leadership through Lipscomb. And so I'm a huge leadership guy. And I and I think I've asked before, part of his retreat is about leadership skills. I think that's fantastic. Anything you can do to promote leadership within your staff all the way from uh, admin to teachers down to uh, support staff to everybody in the system I think is wonderful so y'all are doing that quite often right leadership's an important part of Putnam County school system absolutely and Mr. King he wants our opinion and values it um, so I think even you know throughout the school year we meet with Corby through Zoom um, every other week just to keep updated on the things that he wants and we can ask him questions and and give him our concerns because he wants to hear those as well okay that's great Corby does a good job so we're starting school on the first uh this week has been busy what have y'all been doing this week for example what did what did y'all do on tuesday at baxter primary well on tuesday and wednesday we had teacher in service at each individual school and we did each school is they're able to come up with their own topics um like tuesday we had melanie bassell from the district office she came and trained all of our teachers in a program called wilson training which is a reading to response to intervention and helping students meet those deficit areas in reading so she did that we had our school resource officer our security officer he came and spoke with our teachers and updated us on the security that's going to be you know taking place within the schools and just wanted the teachers to feel safe in returning back to school um we have our reading coaches and our math coaches they also came and went over their expectations and goals with the curriculum they did that on wednesday so That's lots lot. of training and just making sure that our teachers are ready for the school year. So the, does the schools, do they have anything for kids the week before, like a back-to-school party or anything like that? Does, do y'all have that, or is it just certain schools? No, absolutely. I think for the most part, every school in Putnam County has a back-to-school bash. The Baxter community, we have decided this time we have scheduled a back-to-school bash this Last night was our back-to-school bash. It was at the Baxter City Park, and all four Baxter schools have come together, and we met at the Baxter City Park across from Baxter Primary, and we had all kinds of different games. We had a Duncan booth. We had face painting. 
um, snacks, um, different uh, Ollie the Otter for seatbelt safety, just different organizations all pitched in and helped with the back to school bash who get, last night. Who gets in the Duncan booth? Oh, well, I sat on the Duncan booth and um, some coaches and other admin throughout the uh Baxter community. Did you do the Duncan booth at the back to the Cream City thing? Did you? Were you one of those? I did. I, yes. Thank you. Because I'm did. on City Skateboard, and and you know we did that to help with the Cream City sign. I've actually had shows about that, but thank you for that. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Lots yeah. of lots of fun. Several of my little Baxter primary honeybees came. And I was about to ask. Did mm-hmm. they enjoy Duncan? They did. They did. Did you participate in that? I didn't. I actually had a camping trip that weekend. <laughs> Good timing. Great timing. <laughs> but I Lacey. loved the video. Of uh, Miss Marsha in the in the Duncan booth. That's awesome. So, and again, I don't remember having those things when I was in school. I mean, and maybe we did. I just don't remember it, or maybe my parents didn't want to take me. I don't know, but I doubt that they were very involved. But I think it's great. School has changed so much, especially since we were in school. Uh, anything you can do to acclimate kids, I think now is really important because especially pre K through one and you know not every kindergartner goes to pre-k right i mean Correct. you do have some kids their first year of schools straight in kindergarten sometimes it's the first time they've ever left mama or grandmother so it's really hard on some students you know making that change that transition so um, we have what's called phase-in days for the kindergarten and pre-k students where they will come just a certain day with a small group of students and then um They'll do that twice, and then on the last day, the, they'll come with half their class. So their fourth day will be the whole class. So it kind of transitions wow. them in um, in a smaller group so that they can learn those procedures and routines and not be so overwhelmed with so many students. So you don't start full force with kindergartners right back to first day of school and then five days a week, eight hours a day. Or Correct. Right. I think that's great. So great information. Um when we come back, I still you mentioned some about what happened during the summer, about some projects, painting and stuff. Talk about if there's anything else. What does the first week of school look like? I want to know for y'all, for you and for the kids, what does it look like? How fun is that? Um, and then what do you anticipate for this first semester? So great stuff so far. This is Local Matters with Ben Rogers. I have Miss Marsha White and Miss Lacey Loggins from Baxter Primary School. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers talking with Miss Marsha White and Miss Lacey Loggins from Baxter Primary School. We were talking just a minute ago at the break about how things have changed. I don't want to age myself, but I, I mentioned earlier it's been a while since I've been kindergarten. Um, and Lacey, we were talking, things are a lot different from when we were there. Of course, you're younger than I am, but it, it was probably similar. Cut and paste is probably the hardest thing I did in kindergarten. Um and the hardest thing about that was getting glue on my fingers, and I didn't like it. I didn't like glue on my fingers. I wanted it off. I'd wash my hands all the time. Probably why I got a paddling or, or spanking that day. Um, it's not like that now. I mean, it used to be a lot of snacks, a lot of nap time, cut and paste, recess, more snacks, more nap time, maybe some alphabet stuff, or count to 10, I guess. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like now for kindergarten? Yeah, Ben, you bring up a really good point. So um, being a child uh, in the early 90s, I I remember kindergarten definitely being um, nap time and coloring and and going to recess and and more, I guess, playing like in a center top um, atmosphere. And um, now, especially for the parents and the the community members that don't have kids in kindergarten. It is so much more than that. Um, 
they are learning their letter sounds, letter names. Um, a lot of writing skills take place in kindergarten. Um, the formation of words, you know, blending words. Um, it was kind of, I guess, eye-opening in a way. Uh, last year, Marcia and I sat in on a um, family engagement meeting, and uh, one of our PTO moms um, said, you know, when my child was in kindergarten, we would always take, you know, trips. We'd go to Gatlinburg for a long weekend or, you know, we might go to Disney like in April or something. And I guess her mindset was, oh, it's just kindergarten. Right. Um, but really, I, d- I don't know if a lot of people realize just how much of those foundational skills are being taught in kindergarten. And if they miss that, then it's like every year, you know, from there on out, they're just building on those skills. They're that having much to play catch more. up, too, yeah, because they've missed, play- you know, so much mm-hmm. school, maybe they're having to play catch up. And that's one thing um, this year that Marsha and I have really um, been working on is just attendance um, and, and and getting the message out there that um, attendance matters. And just for like I said, it's just because of how much you know skills that they are being taught. And at our our age, students, you know, it, it's we ha- have to rely on our parents. To get their students there, to get them up. I mean, they're pre-K, kindergarten, and first graders. So it's just so important that the students are in school because we are, you know, we're the foundation. And if they miss it, then their foundation is going to crumble at some point, And we don't want them to fall behind. So when a parent comes in and, hey, I, we want to take our kid out of school for a week in kindergarten, how does that conversation go? I mean, I know you're not you can't go or you know, whatever but how do, what do you try to do to encourage them to think about maybe timing that differently well of course we share the district calendar you know we have the two weeks at fall break and then you know we have several days off at thanksgiving and at christmas we encourage families to use those breaks that are built into the the district calendar to um, plan their you know family trips and vacations yes we understand things come up and things happen and we work with them with that but we try to encourage them to do it during those breaks. Yeah. So I, I probably that's a tough conversation to have. I mean, y'all do a good tra- job, though. I'm sure y'all handle it great. Um, but uh, you're right, Lacey. It's different than it was then. I, you know, I vaguely remember calling my mama a traitor the first day she dropped me off at kindergarten and left me by myself. Uh, I was so upset. But Miss Erwin was there, and she took me in like I was one of her own. And it was, it was I love school from that point on. So let's talk about – Next week, you'd mentioned phase in for kindergarten. Of course, there's a phase in for pre-K, I'm yes. assuming. So phase in for pre-K and kindergarten. But first graders, what are first graders going to be doing? Are they full go next week? They start full time August the 1st. And they're like any other grade level above them. They're every day, all day. Until, That's right. So what kind, do you have anything special planned for first graders to get acclimated because they're going to be full time? Well, um, we'll definitely most of the students are returning students from kindergarten. So they'll be familiar with the and, you know, most of the processes and procedures that we have in place, but those will definitely be reviewed, you know, and their classroom teachers, they'll take a tour of the school. Uh, a lot of times they do some kind of scavenger hunt throughout the school, which helps acclimate them back to the building. I was about to, about to ask what kind of fun activities do you do next week for the students? So you got a scavenger hunt. Scavenger hunt, yes. Is it all over the property or just the building? It is. They're, they have to find like a... Um, 
uh, a clue yeah. to get to one other, you know, they may start out in the office and then they'll get a clue to the office that will lead them to the library and the library would lead them to the gym just to get familiar with the building. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't remember stuff like that. And Ben, um, and I'm sure you know this, but um, relationships and building those relationships is so important. Um, we say all the time that, you know, classroom management, it starts with the relationship piece. And so um, next year or next year, I'm sorry, next week, um, I think our uh, teachers will really start um, forming those relationships with students and just um, creating that classroom and family top atmosphere. And, you know, not only creating the relationships with, with the students, we also, you know, try really hard to create those positive relationships with the families. And um, I, I hope, I think our Baxter primary families see that we try that every day we're greeting our students at the door every morning we're out at car duty they'll see mr nathan our pe teacher every morning out there at car duty um helping open the car doors to get the little students out and helping them walk in and then again in the afternoon we have lots of faculty members and staff members out there helping get the student safely to the car and, you know, just saying, hey, have a great evening. See you tomorrow. It's just those little things. You're big. You both are big on having your staff in front of parents. So they know who they – they first of all, they know who staff is so they can go and just have that relationship. Like you said, building relationships, it's important. But I think it, I think it is important to have your staff familiar with all the parents and try to get those relationships so the parents can – they know they can rely on y'all if they got a question or concern. So uh, you said, Mr. Nathan, Nathan and I go back. Uh, he used to coach travel baseball, and I used to run tournaments. Uh, he's a great guy. I love him. <laughs> and I, I'm glad he's in Baxter. He uh, is. How long has he been? Do you know? He's... Um, he came to Baxter when we split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 2015. I remember him, because I, I quit, I think, baseball tournaments in 2012, and he had mentioned about trying to get, mm-hmm. get back locally. So... Um, as far as parent-teacher conferences, do they change, like, as far as how quick they are held for these grade levels? Is it different every grade level? Do y'all try to have them sooner or more often for pre-K through one, or is it typically system-wide? Is it the same? It's system-wide. It's the same. They're set, um, one in the fall and one in the spring. However, we do have some teachers that in our building that likes to schedule individual parent conferences where they sit down and actually go over student data after they've taken like the first benchmark assessment. So they'll review that data with the parents to see, to show the parents where the child's starting out at and what things they can do to help um, increase that student's knowledge throughout the year. And then at the, in the spring, they review that data again. How many teachers do you have off the top of your head? Oh, we have this coming year, we're going to have seven kindergarten classrooms. We're going to have six first grade classrooms. And then we have three state funded pre-Ks, two SPED pre-Ks and one CDC classroom. So do you anticipate this being the largest enrollment you've had as a principal at Baxter Primary? Do you see the population growing there? I I absolutely see the population growing. Um, We we're definitely growing. Yeah. So we talk about it all the time, the commission, talk about school board meetings. We have our joint workshops with the school board and, and Corby and Lynn and, and Kim and the board are talking about the growth, growth in Putnam County. And it's there. We know that. Hence why we're building another school uh, that's hopefully K through eight. <laughs> we'll see how this works out. But the bid come back a lot higher than uh, we bought, borrowed money for. I think we borrowed money for 43 million. The bid come back at 61 million. This was discussed at the commission meeting. So it's nothing 
that's private. I'm getting out there, but we got to work to figure out how we're going to accomplish the K through eight. I personally want to see what we planned on doing, which is a K through eight. I don't. I would rather. I'd rather see K through eight than K through four. But we got to do what the money says we can do. Um, but anyway, y'all been great. I, before we get off here, any information parents need to know right now for next week? Anything different? Uh, anything? Any announcements? Uh, any anything before we leave? We're just looking forward to a great year, and we'll see everyone Monday, August the first, for our first full day um, of the school year. You excited? We're very excited. Very excited. Did, very y'all, did y'all get to go vacation? Did you have time to go somewhere? I did. Uh, yes, I went to the beach for a week, and then I had to spend a lot of time with my own two children. Well, your son, well, they both of them play golf, right? Uh, golf and volleyball. My daughter plays volleyball. Well, that kid, which beach you go to? We went to Destin. Did you go anywhere, Lacey? No, I'm more of a homebody. Marsha's trying to get me on an airplane, <laughs> but I have a... I have a pretty big phobia of that. I just typically stay local, um, go to Center Hill Lake a lot. Um, so just lake and camping and just local things. So getting on a plane <laughs> to go to Scotland doesn't excite you? No, not at all. So I got to go to Scotland for 12 days oh, wow. uh, back in the end of May, 1st of June. And I'm not completely scared of a plane, but I was a little nervous because that's a seven hour flight over we actually flew from new york flew from nashville to new york new york to london and then london to uh edinburgh scotland but it's a seven hour flight from new york to london a little apprehensive uh but it worked out really well everything was great now on the way back it was more like an eight and a half hour flight because you're in the the um, tailwind going over Mm -hmm. you're not you're against it coming back greatest trip of my life so think about it Lacey. just think about get on that plane (laughs) It's 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 awesome to just go travel. So yes, I went to Europe for eighteen days. It was amazing. What'd you go to in Europe? All we over? went to, to several different countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we went to to Scotland and, and England. Went to only went to London and well went to another town. But yeah, great stuff. Listen, I love y'all. Y'all are great. Y'all have been great. Um, good luck on the school year. Thank you, Ben, Thank for you, having ben. us. Yeah. We appreciate it. If you need anything, let me know. Um, proud of Baxter and proud of what y'all do for our community. It's. Um, as a Baxterite, uh, growing up there and went to school there, I'm proud of what y'all do. I'm proud of those kids. I'm proud of all the staff. So I hope they know that. And if y'all need anything, let me know. All right. Thank you so much. That's Thanks, been Local ben. Matters. Been Ben Rogers with Miss Marsha White and Miss Lacey Loggins from Baxter Primary School. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Remember, it's a lot easier to smile than it is to frown. I promise you, you'll make somebody's day if you smile at them. Don't frown. You'll ruin their day. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next week.